So this weekend, we celebrate Independence Day. Today is July 4th, the birthday of our nation. Picnics, flags, fireworks, parades, visiting with neighbors, friends, and relatives you may not have seen for over a year are sure to be occurring everywhere. Also this weekend, as a Catholic church, we celebrate the 14th Sunday in ordinary time. At Mass, we repent, we proclaim God's word, we give thanks, we consecrate the bread and wine, and we receive Holy Communion. So if someone was to ask you this weekend, who are you, how would you respond? Would you answer, I'm an American citizen, or I'm a Roman Catholic Christian? One could easily answer that question by responding, oh, I'm an engineer, or a doctor, or a teacher, or a mother, or a father. The big question is, which of the many possible answers is most important to you? What do you truly feel in your heart, in the core of your being? Where and with whom do I find the meaning of life and of my own self? Do I judge matters by all that make me Christian, by all that make me an American, by my profession, or is it a mix? And which is most and least important to you? The scriptures that we just heard for this weekend's Mass seem eager to contribute something to the answer. Ezekiel, the prophet of dry bones, gets a rare chance to be heard in our assembly this weekend in our first reading. Where was he when the events we heard today occurred? He was in Mesopotamia, the land between the two rivers, the land we now call Iraq. Around the year 600 BC, the Israelites were conquered by the Babylonians when they captured Jerusalem, and they were exiled back to Babylon. So they were fa facing this question, who are we, like never before? They had been plucked out of their native land of Jerusalem, sent to a foreign land, a foreign country. They were mostly Jewish, but the Babylonians were not very hospitable towards the Jewish faith and their customs. The Jews of that time had become very lackadaisical about their faith, and, the, and many theologians speculate this is why God allowed Jerusalem to fall. And as you heard in the first reading today, God gave Ezekiel a commission. He said, I am sending you to the rebels who have rebelled against me. Hard of face and obstinate of heart are they. So in today's reading, Ezekiel is speaking to them right after they had been exiled. He narrates exactly as God told them. Open your mouth and eat what I shall give you. Ezekiel is trying to be clear that if they don't like what he has to say, they need to realize that these words were not his words. They are God's words. He was trying to impress upon them that they needed to return to reading and adhering to the scriptures. That is why they're suffering lamentation, wailing, and woe in the land of the Babylonians. Today's gospel tells us a story that occurred about 600 years later. Jesus is the prophet this time, teaching in the synagogue of his hometown of Nazareth. 
Again, they refuse to listen to Jesus. After all, he's just a simple carpenter, isn't he? His, he's Joseph and Mary's son. We know his family. He grew up just like all the other children in this town. Where did he get all this wisdom? He can't possibly be a prophet sent by God, could he? You can almost see the townspeople raising their eyebrows and nodding their heads as they add, we know where you came from. So we have these two prophets, Jesus and Ezekiel, who are doing what prophets are supposed to do. Their job is not to predict the future, but rather tell, to tell God's truth about the present. How we respond to the prophet's words is where the future comes into play. Prophets were not fun people to have around in most cases. They were persons who were simply consumed with getting to see what God wants of us, getting us to see what God wants of us, things we often don't want to hear. We come here Sunday after Sunday to hear the words of the prophets, the words of our many saints, and the words of Jesus. And we need to discover how they fit into our lives, both as Catholics and Americans. Oftentimes, this involves struggles and crosses we have to bear that we would prefer to avoid. In the second reading today, St. Paul said, I'm content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and constraints for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Every time we walk into the church, we dip our hands into the holy water and we make the sign of the cross. That sign is a sign of suffering that ended up in something great, the opening of the gates of heaven to each of us. We on our part must find a way to mingle our Catholicism with our Americanism. And we dare not separate the two. That is, we should never shy of saying grace before meals, even at a public restaurant, or telling someone will pray for them when they are ill or having struggles in their lives, or be afraid to have a crucifix setting on your desk at work, or be afraid to tell someone you can't attend an event because you have to attend Mass that day. Speaking out in public against evils like abortion, euthanasia, capital punishment, transgenderism, same-sex unions, etc. may not be a comfortable experience for us, but it's one that we as Catholic Christians in the United States should never be afraid to do. So, who are you? I hope each and every one of you are bold enough to admit you're both Catholic and American. The two can coexist as long as our Catholic beliefs are not set aside or diminished in any way in an attempt to go with the flow of being an American. Our Catholic beliefs must never take a back seat to public opinion or in an attempt to be politically correct. We as Catholics must vote down laws that go against our beliefs, 
and we must support individuals and institutions that are in harmony with what we know God intended for humanity. To do any less dilutes your faith as a Catholic and puts into question whether or not your priorities are in line with God's wishes for you and for humanity as a whole.